Welcome back, everybody. We're, uh, we're going uh, with uh, another episode of How to Be a Texan. So I've got my good buddy Kevin Holder. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Well, happy, uh, happy day. Yep. This is episode five. Okay. Okay. Well, today we're going to go a little, a little off the rails a little bit. I came up with this idea, and, and Kevin doesn't even know what I'm going to talk about, but uh, but we're going to talk about some fun stuff. This is what I call a lifestyle episode. And the question is, Kevin, how long, uh, barring major disease or accident or anything, how long do you expect to live? Ninety-five. Not a boy. My right. grandmother lived to ninety-four. All right. Granny Holder. Granny Holder. So That's good. Kendra's grandmother is in her early nineties. Okay. You'll notice the pattern there. Those are both females. Right. All uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if you live in Texas or if you move here, the average age of death is 78.45 years old. Do you know that? Nope. And that's man or woman? 78.45. That's pretty young. That's pretty young. What, um, if, you, uh, what if you break it down by male and female? I don't know. It's somewhere in here, but I don't know where okay. it is. I, I, I got a feeling women live longer. Yeah. We know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're dead ducks. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, though, the interesting thing is, is that um, Texas ranks thirtieth. All right. So I mean, Mississippi. Sorry, Mississippi, but you're dead last. Seventy-four point nine six years of age, and I mean, oh, you're. Intended. Yeah. No. Like pun intended, because oh. you're. You're dead last because Hawaii. <laughs> no pun intended. There's no pun in just dead. So sorry, Mississippians. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah, so no, there's no pun. Oh, okay. yeah. So anyway, there's there's this study. Anyway, the whole point of why I'm bringing this up, Kevin, is I'm I'm not asking you to be a prophet of your own demise, but the 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 point. Oh, did you? Hey, guess what is the number one longest living state? Um, Out of all 50. Not necessarily lower 48. I was going to say Hawaii, maybe? Yes, by far. I was going to say Hawaii, and then I was thinking maybe California. Nope, nope, nope. Hawaii, number one at (coughs) 81.3. And then Minnesota. Who would have thought that? Minnesota, 81.05. They do some clean living up in Minnesota. And then California is fourth after Connecticut. No one that I've ever known from Minnesota lives cleanly. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's pretty much always cold. Drink as much, as many hot toddies as you can to try to stay warm. Right. Until your liver gets pickled and then you die. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Well. Maybe I just know the wrong people. I think you know the wrong people. The people I've met up there are good. They're good folks. So, so the reason I bring that up is is there's a study that uh, that was done um, a number of years ago. Matter of fact, uh, I think it started around 1990. Well, I did have a question about that. Where does California fall on the on your they're, list? There, they're fourth. They're fourth. So yeah. who was okay? So it was Hawaii, Minnesota. Who's third? Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut, California, Massachusetts, New York, Vermont, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Utah. Those are the top ten. Texas is 30th at 78.45 life expectancy. And then the, let me just give you the last five or so. You know, I'm half Okie, 40, 
uh, let's see, 46 is Arkansas, 47 Oklahoma, 48 Louisiana, 49 Alabama, West Virginia, 50 and 51 is is Mississippi. Oh, I got DC's in there at 43. That's your 51. They didn't add Guam or Puerto Rico or any of that in there. Gotcha. But anyway, so Hawaii. So uh, I think they tried to add those in, but Trump. Trump didn't let him. <laughs> he was funding the study, and he's like, "Okay." Yeah. He built a wall around that, uh, letting those crap hole countries in the study. <laughs> hey, 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 Guam and Puerto Rico are fine people. I agree. I agree. I'm just quoting Mr. Trump. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah, the reason I ask that is, is in general, um, we live anywhere from between 74 in Mississippi to 81 in Hawaii, and and that's nowhere close to what this study that I'm going to, I'm going to cite, uh, asks for. And so, um, back in 1990, there's a guy named Dan Butner with the national geographic. He did this study, uh, they call it the blue zone study. And I worked for a fellow, a brilliant fellow a few years ago. And, and he was, uh, in, very intrigued with this about how to, um, create spaces that help you live longer and healthier lives. And so this Blue Zone study was basically looking at um, the places on Earth where people live to be centenarians more often than not. So centenarians means you're 100 years or older. Century, yeah. And so there are uh, five places on, on the planet uh, that he deemed to be these places. And so the five places, um, and, the, and I don't know why he called it Blue Zone, but, um, you know, he called them blue zones. And so the five places are the Italian island of Sardinia, Okinawa, Japan, Loma Linda, California, uh, Costa Rica's isolated Nicoya Peninsula, and Icaria, which is an isolated Greek island. And so um, the interesting thing is there's a lot of factors on why that is. And so... The reason I bring up the study, the Blue Zone, is that I think it's a nice filter for us to evaluate if you live in Texas or if you're going to live in Texas, uh, what are your, what's your lifestyle like? And then what is it that we are passionate about? Why do we live here and why do we enjoy living here? I guess that's the question. And then is living to be 100 years old a primary factor for us? And I guess that's my, my question that I think I'm bouncing up against you today. Number one is Texans, are, are we likely to live as Blue Zonians to be 100 or not? Um, and I'm about to quote some of the, the reasons for what they found, and then we'll see if just living in Texas kind of aids itself to a Blue Zone or not. So the, the question is, is Texas a Blue Zone? And I think we'll, <laughs> we'll probably evaluate pretty quickly that, that I don't know if the answer is that. I'll give you my hop- hypothesis right now. My hypothesis is Texas is 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 kind of blue, like half blue. We'll get you to 50, and then after that, you kind of have to— Then you're, you're on your own. You're kind of on your own. Yeah. Thanks to modern medicine and maybe some good choices and clean put living. Some, put some meds in you and let Med- you roll. We'll prop you up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you um, what— some of these reasons were of why people um, lived healthier, longer lives. And so there's nine of them. Uh, number one is that they move, they move naturally. Um, and so in other words, that means they walk, they don't necessarily run marathons or anything, but they walk five, six miles a day. 
Um, and these are generally more agrarian environments, and so they're just out walking. Uh, and they move a lot. They don't sit at all. Uh, number two, they know their purpose. They have a reason for waking up in the morning. Uh, three, uh, they, they're able to relax. Uh, they're able to really shed stress. Number four, they typically eat less. Um, uh, number, and, and Okinawa is a perfect example of that, just their culture. Uh, number five, they eat less meat. So that automatically throws Texans kind of under the bus. Five, uh, we drink in, in moderation, um, as in uh, alcohol. And then uh, seven is have faith. Not eight is a power of love, and I'll explain that. And then nine is staying social. So eight and nine, uh, power of love and staying social, that is what they call intergenerational connectivity. And so uh, as you age, um, a lot of times the, the older people are staying connected to the younger people, and they have tighter familial units, and they um, they typically it adds to their daily purpose, and they typically add uh, live longer. So, not to bore you to tears there, but I'd like to uh, ask you kind of what your thought is on that, as far as how does Texas rank? I mean, how does like our daily lifestyle? How do we rank as far as some of those kind of nine factors? Uh, around do we move much do we have intergenerational connectivity do we are we able to relax you know what's your general thought as you've kind of heard me spiel that out so do you want to go through each one individually or yeah yeah i think so move naturally yeah no i don't think so either i think we sit around and play video games and watch tv and are on conference calls and meetings all the time you know, I think back in the day when, uh, you know, I, I talked about my grandmother. I know you, your grandmother lived forever, too. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think they did move a lot. Yeah. Back in that generation, you you were up every morning early, you know, walking around the property, doing gardening, you know, whatever. Right. right. And I think with uh, the technology that we have now and, you know, you, you could go, you know, you could easily spend just, you know, hours without doing right. any movement at all. No, that's right. And, you know... Um, but that's not just a Texas thing. I mean, that's, no, I think, that's across the board. I think a lot of these things are American things. Mm-hmm. And so um, the, there's an article. I should have pulled it. I, I apologize I didn't. But there's an article I just saw this last week, and maybe it popped up on Facebook. But it was talking about the military is having a problem recruiting from typically the South produces the majority of our military. And um, what this article said is that that the this generation is not making it through boot camp because they're so obese and out of shape that they're just soft and and uh a lot of the southern kids that are coming into the military they're they're not you know kind of tough and just you know wiry like we used to be when we grew up because we're always out on our bike running around or whatever yep and right now they're you know playing video games and yep doing whatever yep Okay, so move naturally. I think, uh, and I'm not. I'm not saying that's a Texas thing. I'm saying I think that's kind of an Americana mm-hmm. internet, you know, kind of a deal. What about the the know your purpose? And and I, you know, as as uh, as I watched uh, my parents age, uh, and I've seen other older people uh, age and, and die. Um, I think that's a Big deal. If you know what you're doing that day, if you really have something to go for, um, I think you you continue going. And if you don't, I think you wither. 
Well, and I think also that's why it's so important to, um, I, I think it's at any age, you know, mm-hmm. the old, definitely as you get older, you want to have a purpose, but I think even, you know, as younger people, you know, you can look at, um, you know, certain, uh, I don't know how to put it, but you know, people that are in, uh, situations where they can't necessarily get an education or they can't get a job because they can't get an education, mm-hmm. you know, they're from a poor environment or background, they don't have a purpose. So just sitting around on the porch whittling all day? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to have I, I as think, much drive? I think back in the day, it was sitting around whittling. I think in our day and age, it's, you know, again, on video games or, mm-hmm. you know, even, even worse things, right? So, mm. you know, you and I were both, you know, taught work ethic growing up. You know, you get up, you get your work done, you don't. You know, you don't expect others to do for you. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think a lot that feeds into a lot of, you know, just having a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, regardless of what age you are, if you, you know, if you have a job, you understand the value of work, you know, making your own way, that right. gives you a purpose. And I think people that have that tend to be, you know, healthier. And yeah. that may be why, you know, a lot of the numbers that you um, pointed to there, you know, are in states that have large swaths of, you know, Poor underclass, mm-hmm. yeah. Regardless of skin color, you know, right. there's white uh, poor people. That's right. You know, and so I think I think that's a big factor. Yeah. You know, regardless of age. Okay, well, I I just know personally, you know, I I hope that as I age and you know as a is almost at the fifty mark right now, um, I've got so many hobbies and things that I want to do and all that that I hope as I'm sixty, seventy, eighty. And beyond, I don't know if I'll make it over to 90, but regardless, I hope I just keep tinkering and doing stuff and I'm kind of thriving off of something new and constantly learning because uh-huh. some of the, because the, the Alzheimer and dementia studies, they say that if you stop, you know, that really lets the brain start deteriorating and then, mm-hmm. you know, that's not good. I have a feeling you're going to be tinkering with the tra- I hope so. That, that green tractor when you're... 95, still trying to get that thing to run around. You know, I told you one of them's down right now. Right? Which one, the big one? The little one. The little one? Yeah. Yeah. And I call that old that old tractor guy, and he won't call me back. Cecil. And no, I know you don't know Cecil, but <laughs> he won't call me back because he keeps coming out, and I keep screwing you. up. Yeah, I keep screwing up one of those tractors. He's like, fix your own tractor, man. No, he got the big one running. <laughs> anyway, it's a problem. I'm glad you finally grew a beard. I, yeah, I, I got. You're almost fifty. Yeah, I'm trying to be like those Duck Dynasty. I like those Duck Dynasty guys. It off. Yeah, no, I'm gonna let it grow up like Moses. I am too. Be awesome. I'm gonna have beard jewelry. I just saw an article on jewelry that you can put in your beard. I think I think that's nice. Andrew asked me the other day. He's like, "Looks like you hadn't trimmed your beard." I'm like, "Yeah, I hadn't trimmed it since before Christmas." No, you gotta just go scraggly. He said, "Why?" Because I, I don't don't care anymore. No. <laughs> I care. (laughs) I don't. I care. I'm trying to go Duck Dynasty. All right. So uh, know your purpose. Um, And, uh, you know, yesterday was the last last day of duck season. Did you know that? Mm -mm. Yeah, it was. We didn't go. Um, I hadn't been duck duck hunting in probably 18 years. (laughs) I'm just saying I could have gone yesterday. Um, Three, kick back. Do you think we do a good job of finding ways to shed stress? In Texas or America? In Texas, I don't know. I mean, I, I personally have no problem kicking back. I'm pretty good at, at making sure that, that I do that. See, I'd argue with that. 
I'd say we're terrible at it. No, I didn't say we. I said me personally. Oh, well, I'm saying as a people. Yeah. I think yeah. we are terrible. I think Americans, the pace of play for our life right now is so, so fast that with, you know, I just think about 20, I mean, think about work 20 years ago where we used to fax things and we'd wait overnight and we'd get something back and whatever, you know, now I'm instantly connected via phone, whatever, you know, if mm-hmm. you need me, you, you can get me right now. Well, that's true. And so there, the downtime, you know, we just don't have downtime and our right. kids are learning even faster paces of play. So, you know, are we good at tailgating and having fun, partying, all that? Yeah, sure. No, but as far as shedding stress and really letting go for the day. I think you make a good point about completely disconnecting. Yeah. I rarely do that. No. I read this. You'll think I'm a freak, but I read this 60-page book on meditation. I know it's weird. But there's some guru that wrote that literally he's a guru, and he wrote a, a 60-page book on meditation on how to truly disconnect. And he tells you to go in a closet and sit in a chair and literally have a minimum of 20 minutes of where you're mindless. I mean, literally. Yeah, I don't think a lot of that's going on in Texas. I don't do that. I don't either. But, I don't either. But when, when in every day are we as Texans or even Americans, you know, just chilled out just vegging out you know one of the one of my favorite things and and for our female listeners who don't deer hunt or or again PETA who hates this program probably you know one of my most relaxing times ever is when I'm in a deer blind and you know why because I have to sit still for three hours and I'm just looking at nature quiet I'm still and quiet for three hours Mm -hmm. and that's uh that's something you can't you can't, you can't uh, put a price on. Mm-hmm. I agree. But what about uh, what about some of the, the the four and five here? Eating less and eating less meat. So it says eat less, stop eating when you're eighty percent full. Well, that's a Japanese thing, <laughs> and they talk about they talk about uh, what you can put in your. It's like the size of your palm, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm sorry, your fist. So you put your fist together, and if if that's the size of your portion. That's about 80%. You ever tried eating rice with a pair of chopsticks? No. That is a lot of work. No. So if you can get to 80% full, you just quit. Yeah. I understand why that would be a Japanese thing. Uh, there's a lot of things that I'm not sure I can go with on Japanese. Like eating octopus, I, I can't eat an octopus. Somebody snuck one on me when I was in Japan. Yeah, or an eel. Can you eat an eel? No. But somebody gave me this little thing, looked like a meatball. And oh yeah, here, here, try. It's really was good. it good? No, it was horrible. Really? I was like, this is horrible. What is this? And he started laughing. That's that's an octopus. octopus. <laughs> <laughs> like a meatball made out of raw octopus. You know what Amy and I were watching the other cruel. day? Have you watched that uh, that old timer show with Terry Bradshaw and William Shatner and those guys? George Foreman Mm-mm. are on that. Oh my gosh, that's the funniest thing in the world. Mm-mm. They were over in 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 uh, Madrid, and they went to some <laughs> unique. Uh, place and they were serving them, you know, monkey brains or whatever. I mean, there there was all kinds of stuff. But anyway, that's not necessarily blue zone. Um, so, do we in Texas do we eat uh, do we eat less or eat less meat in Texas? Is that really adding to our blue zone <laughs> qualities here? No, no, I don't think so either. I think no. this is we're contra on this. I think we're off the charts. We I eat. didn't eat many vegetables at all until. This past year. And and what, what happened this past year? 
Oh, I totally changed my diet. You did? Yeah. That's amazing. Completely. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. Yeah? Okay. What about, uh, Kevin, this one that says uh, drink in moderation? Um, how do you think Texans or, or even Americans do on that front? Hmm. I think for the most part, people drink in moderation around yeah. here. Yeah, I do too. You know, there's a lot of studies that say if you have two glasses of wine, that helps with heart, heart health. Uh, but I think it's all in moderation that mm-hmm. adds to your, your longevity. And then uh, and th- another thing that really adds to the longevity is, is faith. And so of the, of the five blue zones, uh, faith was uh, one of the key attributes there. Uh, for example, Loma Linda, California, that's a very high concentration of Seventh-day Adventists. And you have a, a ton of centenarians that live in Loma Linda. That's really the only U- U.S. Uh, blue zone. I know the city of Fort Worth uh, has been trying to become a blue zone. The state of Iowa has been going for it. And, um, and there are certain what pockets. What does that mean? The city of Fort Worth has been trying? Literally, if you look it up, they've spent a lot of money and a lot of time and resources to try to make Fort Worth itself a blue zone. But what do they do? Just educating people? It's educating and it's real lifestyle change. The thing with the Loma Linda is, um, well, like we talked about, I I did a bunch of research over the holidays over uh, just nutrition and diet and things of that nature. I had no idea about this blue zone thing. Never Mm -hmm. heard of it until you sent it over. But the interesting thing about this is the research I was doing I did hit on the Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. There's kind of three that you mentioned here that really jumped out in the research I was doing. Mediterranean, uh, the Japanese diet, mm-hmm. and then the Seventh-day Adventists. Mm-hmm. The angle that I had read, and I can't even point you to the resource right now because there's just, you know, I mean, you know how I am when I start, re- I just like it consume. Mm-hmm. The thread that was highlighted across all of those was the plant-based right. approach right? more than any of these other things. And even like in Japan, they consider uh, meat as just a, a condiment, right? They would never have a big piece of meat as the main dish. It's just a condiment, something to add a little bit of flavor. Hmm. Everything else is plants. Same with the Mediterranean thing, primarily plant-based, a little bit of fish, um, that's about it. Hmm. Some people think that the Mediterranean diet's so healthy because of all the omega threes you get out of the out of the fish. Who knows? The thing with Loma Linda is they are primarily vegetarian. Seventh Day Adventists are primarily vegetarian. Vegetarian. Significant par- portion of them are actually vegans, hmm. and so they come up in all these health studies as well because of the simply because of the diet, right? So for me, it kind of boiled down to, you know, what am I doing with the diet, right? More plant-based, very little meat now. Hmm. And then uh, Kendra bought me this iWatch for Christmas, and it tracks my movement every day. That's fancy. It was very revealing how little I moved. Hmm. Even though I'm thinking, I live here, I've got, you know, acreage, I got, Mm -hmm. you know, no. Just like, you're not doing jack. Oh, yeah. You need 10,000 steps a day? Yeah. So then Kendra's, uh, so we share our exercise, and she was just kicking my butt every day. I'm like, She's Whoa. in that school. She's I'm all like, over the place. Yeah. I'm like, keeping that's up not going to work. Yeah. So I started walking. That's why I ran into you the other day walking. Uh-huh. So I've been walking like an hour hour a day. Good. So yeah, I thought it was cool when I started reading through your Blue Zone thing. It was kind of like Mediterranean, Japanese. Right. Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah. Check. I've 
read about that. Right. Walk. I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. So well, I feel like I'm um, doing something right. No, you you are. And, and and back to the faith thing, I think the faith and daily purpose and, and connected to, to family, I think I think all those things add to longevity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it helps daily purpose of, you know, if if you have a faith and again we've talked about we're in the Bible belt down here and um I, I think I think faith would add to that that sense of I'm here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm here for a reason. Therefore, I'm going to keep rolling. You know, another reason why Kendra and I have stayed in this area has been primarily because of uh, family mm-hmm. and then social connections. Right. right. I mean, I can't tell you how many, you know, offers, and I'm sure you've had, you know, a good jillion offers to take a job and move, you know, across the country or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we decided a long time ago to stay here, and it, and it has to do with, you know, we want family, we want that big, we've got her family here, my family, big extended family. Right. Um, and then the social aspect and the connections that we've made through, um, you know, through like, you know, the, the small group that we were all members of That's together. Right. That's I mean, right. imagine, you know, imagine the last decade, if that group had not been together yeah. You know, imagine how different things, because every single one of us has gone through... Yeah, tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So yeah. having that foundation really, really helps a lot. I, I agree. And I hope that foundation will be around us when we're 60, 70, mm-hmm. 80, 90. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I think it has to change because it may not necessarily be your family. It's got to be a family of friends, mm-hmm. you know, because your blood may or may not be there for you. Just... With the way we move around today. Well, exactly. You know, we talked on previous episodes about how so many people that are here now in this area are not from here. You That's know, right. They've moved from That's right. You know, Michigan, New York, California, you know, you name it. They've got family right. all over the place, right? So what an opportunity to, you know, reach out and, you know, create family. Right. Or family like relationships with people. Well, um, so just just thinking through that, so so as much as I appreciate this Blue Zone study, and I really do, I think it has some, some fantastic lessons on how to have a healthier lifestyle that can absolutely add uh, to longevity. Um, th- there are great examples of people that live a absolutely horrible lifestyle, and they make it you know, a long time, you know, been around coal mines and eating bacon and smoking and all that. I mean, they live to be... Now, I'm not advocating any of that. Uh, I, I like all of these attributes on on that. But um, one thing that I wanted to do is I was just kind of... Gr- I was going to grade out, and you tell me, um, kind of Texas living as far as some of these attributes. And so let me, let me give you my grade, and then you tell me your grade. Um, so Texans, number one, moving naturally. Um, the blue zone people, they walk like six miles a day. They're all over the place. And so my grade for Texas moving naturally and Texans, you know, I love you, but it's a C if not worse. What do you think about that? I would agree. Yeah. Knowing your purpose, um, as an older person living in Texas, I think that is such an individual journey. Uh, but I'm going to give Texas a B minus on that. What do you think? Yeah, I, I could go with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any data to support that. Yeah. There you go. And then kicking back, 
I originally gave us a, a B minus on that, and then I think I'm going to downgrade that to a C, and, and that's for all of America because I just don't think we're very good at letting go because of you know our Android and iPhones with us all the time and the connectivity that we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, agree with that. I one. think American lifestyle has gotten to a C on stress inducing versus stress relieving. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eating less. How do you think we do there? <laughs> You were more generous than I. <laughs> I gave him a C. I was going to give it an F. Yeah, I think Texans, we eat too much, we're too big, and we just keep eating more than we need to. So I say, I, I agree. I'll give it a D if you give it an F. F, F for me. Again, yeah. love, you, love you, Texas. Stop eating so much. And then what about eating less meat? I oh, gave it an F because yeah. Texas is just a bunch of meat eaters. We're just a bunch of carnivores, yeah. except for all of our vegan friends. Yep, yep. Which is quite a growing movement. That's right. Around here. That's right. And then drinking in moderation. I, I said the same thing. I think we balanced pretty well. I gave, a, I gave Texas a B plus. Yep, B plus. All right. And then have faith. Uh, Texas part of the Bible Belt. I, I gave us a B on that. Really? I'd say an A. 29,000 people down there. An opportunity exists, fellowship. brother, but everybody doesn't fall in line. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if you if you look at the twenty seven million, I actually looked it up. You know how many Texans we have? We have twenty seven million. Mm-hmm. You know how many people live in New Mexico? A hundred and thirty million people. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it was that big. You know how many people live in Canada? According to Trump, they've all came to Texas, so that's yeah. why I didn't think there were that many we'll, left we'll, in Mexico. We'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> have an episode on. I got an episode teed up for the wall. So um, anyway, anyway, so what's the Mexico connection there? I have no idea. I was just talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I ate some Tex-Mex food for lunch, literally. It was stinking good. Did you eat in moderation? No, no. I, ate, I ate a ton. And lots of meat. Using the bathroom all afternoon because uh, of it. Uh, go back to your place. Uh, Aaron shredded the girls' bathroom. <laughs> Aaron was in his, so yeah. Um, all right, so then uh, so I said Faith B., you, you gave them an A. You gave Texas an A for faith. That's what I was thinking, but you made a really good point there. That's how we got off on. Oh, you were saying there were 27 million Texans and then some percentage. Oh, I don't this know. This was related to the faith discussion. Yeah, but I don't know how many people are faithful. Oh, I thought that's where you were going. No, I just, I just looked up the number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I was blown away because I asked Siri how many Mexicans there were. <laughs> and she said 130 million. Ask Alexa. Uh, Alexa's, I, I got the Alexa for Christmas also. Oh, yeah. And I got the watch. Siri, I think, is, I think she's not happy with me because yeah. now she's got to track all my movement and everything. She doesn't answer me. I ask Alexa a question, she's just like on the ball. We're going to have them on as a guest on the show. Huh. Alexa. I'm, I think that'd be good. Put a microphone on Alexa. Just ask a few questions. Who would be a better Texan? Hey, Alexa, how many people are in Mexico? She could answer it like that. Yeah, who would be a better Texan, Siri or Alexa? Oh, Alexa, for sure. <laughs> Did I ever tell you my story about this invention that I had? No. On an app that was going to use the, it was a it was a mapping app, but it was going to have the voice of Mo from the Three Stooges. Oh, that'd be good. And he he was going to tell you in... Why not Curly? No specific. You remember because how mean Mo was. Oh, yeah. So if you make a wrong turn, Mo is going to oh. just. Yeah. <laughs> then you need, guy. you need Curly to chime in. Oh, wise guy. <laughs> yeah. You missed your turn again. <laughs> that would be good. See? Yeah. 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 See, that's collaboration. <laughs> that's taking it to the next level. 
So, um, okay, so, so what does all this mean? Um, it, it, it probably doesn't mean a lot in, in talking about, you know, the, the Three Stooges and, and helping you with apps. But um, as, as far as lifestyle, uh, the idea is that, um, in, in my mind, this Blue Zone study gives great content on, on filters for lifestyle and how to measure. Um, and so at the end of the day, you know, do you enjoy being a Texan? I do. I love I do. it. See, I do too. I, I do too. It. My lifestyle is as I choose to have it. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. You know, and the ability to, you know, unplug the fact that I don't do it is my fault, but yeah. you know, being and especially where we live here, I mean, right. go jump on a horse, ride a horse for an hour. You right. know, there's nothing that prevents us from doing that. But I tell you what, there are things in this study that give guidance on how to live better in my mind the plant-based uh, foods the moving naturally the de-stress mm-hmm. i think all that intergenerational connectivity instead of my kids putting me in a nursing home mm-hmm. when i'm 50 you know i want to stay connected yeah i told them when i'm old don't put me in a nursing home just cremate me and sprinkle my ashes about behind the barn well they know yeah. where to put me I got two rivers, and no offense to Texas, but one's the Blue River up in Oklahoma. That's my family land up there. Or the Eagle River up in Beaver Creek. <laughs> one of those two rivers. Now, well, both. Split you now. Now, the boys, my twin, 14-year-olds, we went on this uh, float trip uh, last summer, and they decided that after I die, they asked if they could launch me off of a mountain onto a, on a rafting tube. <laughs> I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be alive for that. Yeah, that's, that would. That's why I started eating plant based. So I can be alive. See, you could be around when they're they're slingshotting my body off of a mountain onto some rafters because that's really what they want to do. That's awesome. No, that's wrong. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, there's a lifestyle episode. So if you want, if you are a Texan or want to be a Texan, then we just gave you some. I'm. I don't really know what we gave you today. Um, it's a mishmash of we're not a we're not really a blue zone here in Texas, but we live well. So, would you agree, Kevin? I would agree. All right. I would agree. Well, that's, that's good for this week. Hey, thanks for listening. Um, appreciate you uh, hearing our ramblings. And uh, uh, stay stay tuned. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast. And uh, we'd love some reviews and some ideas from you. So, take care. Bye.